One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everyone, good afternoon, happy Monday, welcome to Red Men News, I am Ross Chanley, that man there, I think, is, is Errol Smith, hopefully I've got that right, I should know by now. Uh, this new show is brought to you in association with the lovely people at Beer52, and as a Red Men News viewer, listener, subscriber, or if you're watching this on Facebook, uh, you can get eight beers, a magazine and a snack for 5 95 just for the postage. Uh, if you go to the link, www.beer52.com forward slash Red Men, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll get Tom to put that in the live chat and I'll get him to put it in the comments as well. Uh, you can get a free case of eight craft beers, a magazine and a snack just by paying the 5 95 postage. So get your orders in now and celebrate Liverpool Football Club winning the league. And if you didn't already know, Beer 52 are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club with a new theme of craft beer for their custom customers every month get the offer in the link get it now get drunk but drink responsibly errol hi um, how you doing all right mate lots of news to get through as always um considering i thought i was scraping the barrel this morning but we're going to start with genie van alden news and there's several questions that i want to ask on the, on the back of this yeah. to you and the people at home um but according to Empire of the Cop, I've got this from Fabrizio Romano, who tweeted uh, about 10 past one this morning. Um, he was asked, is there any news on Gino and Alan's contract update? And he said Liverpool are still confident with a winky emoji face. Yeah, now, did. That, 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 that could allude to a lot of things. Uh, the, old, the old winky face. Um, that could be, he's, they're still confident that he'll stay. They're still confident he'll sign a new contract. They're still confident that he might go. You don't know. But I've seen loads of stuff over the, over the weekend and. I think the Thiago stuff kind of played into this era of like there seems to be some frustration of like some people and I must stress it is some people it's not a mm-hmm. lot of people like it's just kind of this thing of like genie out is the, is, is the new thing of like getting out of the club I just don't know where it's come from yeah it's it's a bit mad isn't it considering the guy you know 12 months well just over 12 months ago helped us get to a Champions League final so we, we crowned it off number six and then a year later he's part of the team and I think he's the most uh, he's one of the the midfielders that had the most appearances in the Prem for us this season, um, so he's a you know he's part of that structure. He's been a part of that spine all season. And what has that team went and actually achieved? They've just won the league, so it is a it's bonkers. But I feel like that's just the football world, and that's the nature. As soon as you get a transfer rumor, it's almost like one superstar's coming in, which current star is going out. Uh, I, I think we're in a position of you know quite luck. We're quite we are quite. Um, I, I, we're quite fortunate at the minute that all things considered, we should be able to keep hold of some of our best players. Like he's coming out of his, he's in his prime, probably going to be coming out of it in this next couple, next contract that he has. It's probably making sure that he gets the the right amount of games as well as the, the right amount of money if it's going to be considered that last big contract. Um, but you know, he's one of them players that you can rely on game in, game out. When Klopp's needed to turn to a big player, even if it has been to impact, he's come on and he's delivered. 
I, I think a lot of people just get carried away with rumours and, 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 and seeing what the grass is always greener. Oh, he's over there and buying, he's going to come over to us and light up the world. Well, he might do, but Genie will still be with us 12 months from now. Yeah, and I also understand the frustration because I think the, the, the initial debate was how long that contract was going to be. Yeah. Like you said, you know, it was going to be two years, three years. They want someone who's 29 to sign for your contract, probably not because, you know, you know what goes on after that. But it also part of me does understand the frustration because he's not, He's not the flashy player. I said this before we start recording. He's 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 getting the sh- some of the shit that Henderson was getting two three seasons ago because he's not the flashy player because he doesn't he doesn't contribute with assists or whatever else. But you know his job is to win the ball or cycle play, which you know to a football fan is like. His role doesn't get you off your seat, does it? No. You know what I mean? But he, he will he's still got deliverable moments, and you know we'll all hop back to Barcelona for the rest of our lives, but. He still got that ability in him, and I know even before he came to to us when he was at Newcastle, he was that little bit more of an attacking player. So I think we've kind of just got to really give credit to him as a professional for the fact that week in week out he's delivering a job that Klopp is asking of him. He's not just I'm a world beater of a footballer, so I'm going to do what I want when I get on the pitch. He's actually sticking to his role and reaping the benefits of that because as a team now the team have got success. So I think you kind of take that individual shine off yourself. And you sacrifice that a little bit to kind of get an extra five, ten percent out of the team, and it's been working. So I wouldn't really want to lose that because I think that balance of Fabinho, uh, Genie, and Henderson has, has been what's kind of made all the other boys around them level up as well. Having yeah. that competition to say we can't dislodge Genie, it, it makes Ox perform almost every single time Ox is on the pitch. Yeah, and one more thing that I've seen is a question for you, Errol. Is like. Loads of people have been kicking off about FSG as well, and they aren't perfect. I'm, yeah. I'm no, nowhere by, by saying that they are. Show me a, cl- like, a if, club owner that is, though, in this day and age. The, the thing is, the other thing that I've seen, I was saying this to Tom before, is like, if we get someone over the line, Michael Edwards is the hero. If something doesn't happen, it's FSG's fault. The genie contract situation is down to Michael Edwards. Yeah. And those people within within that still, isn't it? So, like, you know, I've not seen any frustration towards it. I'm not saying, like, kick off at him, Mike, but, you know, have a, have a bit of balance, I think, is my point. Um, which I'm pretty sure won't go down very well. Anyway, uh, some transfer news which could happen. Liverpool could target Norwich and Bournemouth duo with the club prepared to sign left-back. Uh, Norwich left-back Jamal Lewis and versatile Bournemouth defender Lloyd Kelly have been named as possible targets with Liverpool prepared to sign cover uh, at left-back. Obviously, this is one of the things that we were talking about last week, Errol. Um, it's called Daniel Jones uh, from Goal, but we're citing it from uh, this is Anfield. So they're prepared to bring in defensive cover, but only for the right player. And because of the situation of a post-COVID transfer market, the fact that you've got to try and convince someone to come in who's going to play second fiddle to Robertson, going after a, a, a player from a relegated side, and Bournemouth haven't relegated yet, but you know, they're pretty much there. Um, that, that makes sense to go and target those. And like, there's no snobbery towards that because like loads of people that we picked up before. That's how we got Robbo. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's the sound route to go down, isn't it? Yeah, it's, well, it's tried and tested in that respect. Um, we've done it, G- uh, get the man just before the article, Genie. We did it when he went down with Newcastle that year. Um, Shakiri, we've done it with him when when he went down with Stoke. And obviously, we did it with Robertson, who is the left current left back now. I think that's another sensible option given the given everything that's currently in play with the the, the with the, the with the season being as long as it's been, with the COVID situation still probably going to spill into next season as well, and that obviously going to have a, a knock-on effect to transfers and, and the, the, the wage structure and everything from the club's perspective of how much they can shell out on new players and stuff like that. I don't see that as a problem. I think it is something that Klopp has leaned on before, and at the end of the day, 
how many games are we talking? Someone's got to come in and cover for Robbo because, you know, touch wood, he is still very consistent. He is still, he does play a lot of games for us and across all competitions. So I think if we did have someone that could obviously be as competitive and pretty much kind of what we've seen, we've got on the other wing at the moment where we've got Nico Williams and Trent. You can kind of get to that point now where you can, certain games you would, Nico Williams got enough faith in the bank for Klopp to say, go on, here's your game. I think that's just all we need now on that left-hand side. And I think the sooner we can get someone in news of a young mould that can learn the Robbo game from Andy Robertson, the better, really. It's an easy sell as well, isn't it? If you've just been relegated, your morale and confidence must be on the absolute floor. And yeah. then for like Liverpool, you know, Premier League, World and European Champions, do you want to go and play with us? You know, you'd imagine a lot of those players would be up for it as well. And the clubs might need the money as well. You know, everyone's skint is what we've been told. You've been relegated, you're even more skint because you're losing out on, on shed loads of TV money. Uh, anyway, let us know your thoughts on, on that and all the other uh, topics that we will and have covered. Uh, moving on, Liverpool will only make one marquee signing. Difficult to bring in squad players, says Michael Owen. Mm. Um yeah, the former red striker is not expecting Jürgen Klopp to oversee much movement on field with the next transfer window. Uh, he says they'll be quiet. I mean, I'm not sure why he's in ITK or how he knows any of this. Uh, but he was talking to, he was asked the question. To be fair to him, uh, BC Radio Five Live recruitment yeah. challenges. And he said, I don't think they'll make any. If they make one, it'll be in my opinion in terms of sizable ones. You can always buy a 16 or 70 year old kids for the future, uh, things like that. But in terms of impact on the squad, I don't think there will be many. And this is probably to do with the genie Van Alden stuff, Errol, as well. Of like, and the Thiago stuff probably play goes hand in hand like it's difficult to bring anyone in in this situation yeah. but if you've got one of your first team players going out you need to replace that with with first team quality as well yeah absolutely 100% and I think if that you know we don't know but if that was the situation one going out the other one coming in I don't necessarily see that as the marquee sign and I just see that as like for like we we're yeah. keeping hold of that standard after that then is the the argument to say we still do need somebody who is going to be a marquee signing if if that was the situation i think if that was to play itself out i would i would want us to get another person in there just to keep it fresh i mean if we're losing someone that's helped us achieve so much in the, in the last 2 years i would like a, a few new faces in and around it to kind of those guys now like well, what do we want to achieve as part yeah. of this, these guys have obviously already reached high heights, but what can we be now saying we're making part of our history along with this group of players? That'd be nice. Um, Harvey Elliott um, has replied to someone on Instagram, and this isn't really news. Like a boss. I, yeah, he's just like thought, a boss. Yeah, I've just thought it was, it was like, just, yeah, interesting and mature as well. Um, so he put, he put a tweet out, uh, an Instagram post out the other day, and someone replied to him and said, no medal must suck so much. Um, and the, he, he's right it's not about me lad it's about the team I'm over the moon uh, for them all to be seen one they deserve it all more than anything so I'm going to be celebrating as a supporter with the fans so he's a massive Liverpool fan he's a massive yeah. Red Errol and the fact that obviously he's someone such a young age like he could have responded to anything he's made mistakes on social media before like way, way before he's with us and, and a footballer but also the fact that he's just gone sound like he, he's coming yeah. to this squad and again, probably immature, but with the likes of likes of Lallana or James Milner, I think we spoke about last week or the week before. Yeah, teaching the ways off the pitch and how you're supposed to behave and having that mindset to play for Liverpool Football Club, I think it's just a compliment to him. Yeah, well, I think it'd be interesting to see if that was his PR team or his his, his people replying, or if that was genuinely him, given everything that has happened over the last couple of months. Um, 
but I think either either way, I think it's just a great message. He is clearly still a very young man, and what young lad wouldn't like? I feel like it's the same with like Curtis Jones and, and Trent. Still, they probably yeah. still feel, they probably pinch themselves in the morning and think it's still a little bit surreal. This I'm just a scouser, you know. This is the club that I love, and all these lads bouncing around with a big trophy over there. Oh yeah, they're my they're my work colleagues. <laughs> like, what? He's still, still going to be very much part of it, but it also gives him the incentives, like for for him to go out next season if he's going to play a bit more of a role the season after, like. Like there was loads of people like annoyed that he, he didn't get on the pitch against Arsenal wherever we play because like he's going to miss out on a trophy uh, on a medal. Sorry, but Klopp's not that emotionally attached like oh. as a lot of us are, so it makes sense. So, but good, good on him anyway. Um, let's get to some of your comments. Michael Walker says, "I want Genie to stay. He's always a decent seven out of ten uh, every game. He's very good at what he does." Jemiah B says, "Don't blame him to on if you know his spot on spot isn't secure. Remember, most players will want to play in the Euros next year. That's a really good point, isn't it? All these Thiago rumors and probably the delay with his contract." Like it's not just about what what Liverpool want or Liverpool want him to stay. It's also what she, like I think you, you kind of touched on before. Like what does he want? What yeah. does he want for his future and, and for his family and stuff like that? So um, TABBD says if we don't want uh, if we don't do everything in our power to keep Van Alden, I will lose a lot of respect for the club. We wouldn't be U, um, UCL champions. champions if it wasn't the way he's going to let go. Rob D says Gene is a vital part of the team, quality player, experienced lad. Give him another contract. Uh, and on the left-back situation, Daniel Leyland says, at this point, I'll take full Jones at left-back for cover and Klopp will turn him into world-class. It seems to have the knack with full-backs. I mean, I get the sentiment there, but I think Phil Jones is a bit out of anyone's reach at this point, isn't it, Errol? Yeah, I don't think he's got that much magic in, in him there. But just on that, just lastly on that, Gene, you think, I think out of everyone, I think with the whole contract situation... I'd give him a contract for everything he's done and being a servant to the club and taking us to where we are now. I'd give him a contract quite happily if he never played another, kicked another ball for us in the next two years, just because he is going to become like that Milner figure for us, a seasoned professional, an international professional, and he's going to have so much experience to be able to pass on to that next generation and those other midfielders. You just want to keep those in and around your camp as long as you can. Yeah, do you think there's also a sense that like I've just made this up off the top of my head the fact that like they won't announce it just yet because like we just won the league like we just want to like take a light off that I know we all want to hear it like he's signed or he's either way but what's going on so we, we, we can all move on we can all move forward with our lives but like we're about to lift the trophy on Wednesday like yeah. I'll say a week after. What's the rush? Yeah, exactly. I I think that's quite sensible as well. To be fair, yeah. I think there's there's no rush, there's no pressure, and I think you would have heard murmurs from their camp if the, if there was that kind I'm of pressure. Not to be, to be I'm not going to be linked to another club at all or anything no. like that. Do you know what I mean? There's no murmurs, there's no agents like just dropping little leaks or rumors or nothing. So I think on face value, everyone seems content and everyone seems to be on the same page still. And, you know, that is, come Wednesday, we'll have the trophy in hand. You'll see Henderson doing his little jig uh, and the rest is history. So, yeah. I man. might make a rumour up and put it out on the Redmen website <laughs> and say, say it was Chuck or something so I don't get sucked. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Errol, thank you very much. Don't forget, if you want that Beer 52, uh, the link is in the description and in the chat. Uh, it's 5 95 posting packs and you get a magazine, eight beers and a snack on top of that. And stick around because Mr. Chris Pajak will be here with the starting 11 show. Tom's going to put the link in the chat right now if you're watching on YouTube. He'll also put that in the description. We'll be there, he'll be there in about 15 minutes. Um, it's always entertaining, probably more entertaining than this. So go and see who he has picked as his starting 11. Ta-ra.